0: Hello again and welcome to The Master's Voice. I'm Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. I'm going to be reading and sharing a prophetic message, a dream that the Lord gave me on November the 29th, 2023. This dream is talking about a time of global calamity that is coming to every nation What is being described in this prophecy is not specific to the United States. God was showing me that overwhelming times, times that will come upon the earth exactly like or almost like a flood, those times are coming and only those who are rooted in the Lord Jesus Christ will be able to withstand it. When I say withstand it, I'm not meaning that you will keep your feet. I'm not meaning that your life will stay exactly the way it is because what God is saying here is that everything that we know, everything that we know as life today, the structures we have, the setup that we have, the way we have individual countries and separate national governance and we have our separate languages and customs and cultures and peoples tribes tongues nations are who they are all of that is going to be dissolved and is going to be dissolved because of something that primarily will be economic downturn economic meltdown that will not leave any nation the way it is and that will not leave any person untouched or unchanged The title of this prophecy is a flood is coming. A flood is coming. November 29th, 2023. So I dreamt that I was in this very big auditorium. I thought it was an auditorium. It looked like an auditorium, except that it didn't have the requisite bleacher seating. It didn't have chairs going up in a tiered outward V shape, or sometimes exactly like a stadium to those who may not know about the bleachers and everything. Um, just the way a stadium is how a stadium is big. This thing was a, a square box. I found myself in a massive square box. When I say massive, I was such a small, small shape at the bottom of this thing. So I'm on the bottom of it. It's got four sides, four very high walls. And At first, I thought, this is a gym or this is an auditorium that I'm in. And because it was so big, I thought, okay, maybe this is one of the richer stadiums or maybe one of the bigger gyms that the affluent high schools can afford. And so I was given a very long broom. I was given an exceptionally long broom. The broom was stories high, but I was holding this broom and a voice said to me from on high, scrape the walls of this place clean all of it. So that was the instruction I was given. Scrape the walls of this place, clean all of it. And then I looked around in disbelief because this place is massive. It's going to take me time just to walk along one wall and then time to walk along the other wall. And then this voice is telling me to scrape the entire walls. And why do the walls need to be scraped? The walls need to be scraped because there is this gross, gunky, gray filth on the walls. So I can't see what texture the walls are, but the whole box is gray. I don't know if it's gray mold or lichen or just, it looked a little bit like that horrible crud that builds up in the shower when you don't clean the shower walls for a while, that gray film, but it was thicker than that. And I'm thinking, how am I going to clean this entire place? And the broom I had was so long, so it was very unwieldy. And it looked a little wobbly because the broom was going up, up, up into the sky, up to the lip of this auditorium that I'm in. The auditorium did not have a roof. So I'm looking at the how tall the wall is, but I just think, well, I've received my instruction, so let me come and start, even though the broom looks unstable and the walls are very large. And so what I did was... I went to one wall, because I've heard the Lord, and I got to work. I went to one wall, and I and I maneuvered the broom, and I put it on the wall. So the, the broom is touching the wall at the very top of this open, roofless box. So I made sure that it was lined up with the very edge, and then I brought it down in one strong sweep. And when I brought it down, to my surprise, everything came off on the first try, and the broom. It had joints. It had joints and it looked collapsible, but from my perspective, I just thought this thing just looks like a couple of broomsticks put together. But the broom was surprisingly strong, sturdy. I brought it down in one sweep and it immediately cleaned the wall. And right behind that horrible gray crud, everything that came off was a section of gleaming blue tile. And I thought, oh, so it's not wall. It's actually tile sparkling blue tile I did it again next to it exactly the way the window cleaners clean and again and again and before I thought okay I can get a rhythm to this I can do this let me start doing it and the tile was getting cleaned section by section sometimes I would skip a little bit of the wall and I would move and I would say let me clean this and then I looked back and I see something very strange the tile that I've cleaned is leaking water. It looked exactly the way if you were small enough to be in your bathtub and you're pouring water and the water's maybe running along the edge of the tub. It looks like that. Water started coming out of this clean blue tile, this clean blue wall, and I found that so peculiar. And so I I had this sense of urgency I'm finishing the sections, but I haven't finished an entire wall, and then I move to the wall here, and I move to the wall here, and I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to scrape. I'm trying to scrape, and um, just a moment, please, and I actually thought of my broom. I've got a good broom. I can depend on this broom. I'll do the work, but with the leaking of the clean tiles, the gray parts were not leaking. Please listen to this because all of it is relevant. The gray parts of the wall were not leaking, and there was still more gray of the wall than blue, meaning that I had not yet managed to even get to the back wall at all. And then I saw something else. I looked up past the top of this square box, roofless auditorium, and I saw that I could see right up into the sky. I saw that we were under a dome. The sky, the clouds, all of it, the fluffiness, the birds, was under a dome. The sky was not flat. My eyes were opened by God, and I saw that behind the clouds, there was a dome above us, and behind that dome was water, a great, immense expanse of water, surging water, blue water. And worst of all, at the, at the end of the dome, at the piece that was, I guess you could say closest to me, rather than being far at the back of where it would be curving, I saw that one section of the dome was coming loose and was now water was gathering there and starting to seep one drop by one drop into what looked like a kind of seal So the dome comes and then there was a seal there and I saw that water was beginning to seep in, not seep into into the sky where we are, but seep into that seal that was under the dome, keeping it closed against the sky and keeping all that water that was behind out of falling out of the sky, was keeping the water behind. And I jerked with shock and surprise when I saw that and I said in this dream, oh no there was water beneath and water above the firmament there is water behind the sky but still in all this i did not stop cleaning the walls because the sense of urgency on me was so great that i knew i had to finish the work that i had been given but i was not able to finish the work something like a flood broke loose from one broad section of the wall that I had managed to clean. And then another avalanche broke off from another section. So anywhere that I had scraped one after another, like maybe five or six scrapes like that, water burst out of the wall. It was no longer seeping because when it was seeping, it was pooling around my feet. But now it began to burst out like a curving avalanche, you know, like a waterfall. And they were bursting out now in this place, a different section. And it all started cascading into the middle. And that's when I realized and I said out loud, this is not an auditorium. This is not a gym. This is a pool. I am in a pool and the time has come for the flood. And as soon as I said that, it was almost as if the water was listening or whatever. It burst out even more now. I mean, gushing out whoosh whoosh coming out in curves at all the places that I had meant to clean and the water simply became a funnel at the bottom and it just grabbed me up and I was tightly holding on my broom it grabbed me up and started to fill up this entire area that I now realized it's a pool and so I am talking about now a surging surging thing baby tsunamis coming out of the wall on all sides. And the water is swirling up, taking me now, filling up the pool, taking me up to the top. And I was singing a song as I was going up and I was also watching the sky and seeing that the water behind the dome was also agitated and it was swirling and it came into my heart that the water is surging according to the times. And I became so afraid that that little part, that little piece, that weakness that I saw was going to lift up or break. And I knew eventually this thing will break. It will break and it will pour down floods upon us, even as we are going up in floods. And it will join this water in the pool. And when these two waters join, waters from above and waters from beneath, this entire world will be carried away by the worst times that have ever existed. Since the days of Noah's flood. And the song that I was singing in the dream, the same melody over and over as this water was swirling around me. I'm not going to sing it, but here are the words that were coming out of me as I clutched tightly to my broom and the water carried me helplessly. I told you. I told you so. I told you what would happen. Why didn't you listen? Why didn't you listen to me? Because I told you. It's here now, the flood, the flood is coming. It's here now. Why didn't you listen? Why didn't you listen to me? And that is the dream I had. God putting me in a very dirty gray box and saying, clean these walls, scrape them clean. And that is the work that I have been doing here at the Master's Voice Prophecy blog. Ever since May 2019, I have been receiving these prophecies from the Lord ever since the year 2012 when the Lord said to me, my daughter, I want you to prepare me a people fit to meet me. And I've never hidden what I've been doing here. It's a very dirty box that God put me in. A nation filled with filth, filled with hard-hearted people, who deny responsibility for sin some justify the sin and say it's not really sin it's lifestyle preferences and you shouldn't force your opinion on others this is just among a small small cross-section of the things that i have heard for the years that i have been here that dirt on the wall is sin on the surface of the human heart and the broom that god gave me is these prophecies also the nature that he gave me when he said to me You will be enough, even against all of them. Go and read the book of Jeremiah. The Lord told him that he would make him an iron pillar and a fortified wall, even against the whole nation. And that's what the Lord said to me. Plant your foot in me, and you will not be moved. Because whether they listen or whether they are rebellious, they will know that my prophet has been in their midst. The flood is coming, and I did not manage to clean every wall. That crud is sin. That crud is the wickedness that takes place in this nation and is mirrored around the world. The evil that is beamed out in a thousand music videos, you claim to be a Christian and yet the lyrics that you repeat out of your mouth are foul and filled with four letter words. And then you will take that same mouth and go and start asking God to do stuff for you, to heal your child, to help you with the bills, to give you a better job, to find you a husband or a wife. And yet the inside of the human heart has no love for God. And he gave me what looked small and unstable and ridiculous. Tell them about the political dirt and tell them about the end times creatures that are not myths, but really exist. You come to this blog and you hear all the different topics and your mind begins to struggle and tell yourself, well, which of it is true? All of it is true. And therein is the gins gins are traps. Therein are the gins that the Lord set for the unbeliever and the hard hearted who would refuse to have the gray stuff scraped off of their heart so that their heart can start leaking repentance so that their hearts can become clean and fresh and able to hear and receive the word of God. The prophecies that I have are still so many. And the reason I'm working primarily with video now is that because video gives me at least a boost. It gives me an ability to get the word out to more people. And then people can take snippets and share it on their social media and things like that. So that others can be drawn here to hear the full body of work. But something is coming. The frequency of the dreams that God is giving me and showing me that something is coming that is going to literally sweep away life as we know it. That's what I've been doing here with my little seemingly unsteady, but extremely strong and trustworthy broom cleaning the filthy walls because the flood is coming. And so this is what the Lord said to me, a global breakdown is coming. The collapse of everything i said everything everything that constitutes life as we know it in quotes is going to be absolutely inundated drowned and washed away forever it will pour from above it will pour from beneath and whoever is not in the safety of the ark of the lord will be washed away a terrible storm is coming to the whole earth as it was in the days of Noah, the same terror, the same overwhelming feeling of drowning, the same instant calamity that not one person escaped, it will be again. Disaster will come to earth, and Yah is saying, whoever will be found in him, in the ark of true salvation, though the waters swirl around you, they will not overwhelm you or carry you away. And so this is the way that the Lord is simply presenting. The Lord is not saying that a physical water flood is coming. And it's sad that I actually have to say that because everybody who's read the Bible knows that God said he would never again punish the earth by a total and complete destruction by flood. But if you look in the four gospels, Jesus talks in the in the calamity chapters about the fact that the seas will roar That is why we are seeing an increase of flooding disasters. 2,000 people lost their lives in Libya a few months ago. Can you actually comprehend the severity of 2,000 people dying at the same time? Or that earthquake that happened in Turkey with the death toll rising up into the tens of thousands? Can you comprehend what it means? Can you look beyond your McDonald's Happy Meals and actually understand? That human beings are checking out of this life as cheaply as dollars when you pay for your food as a restaurant. Do you know the importance to God of the human soul? The soul that I'm always strongly defending here when I do the supernatural and Nephilim and stop worrying about the hybrid prophecies. Do you know what it is to know that people are checking out of this world like that? without a second opportunity to make Jesus Christ their Lord and savior. And yet the people who have had the gospel presented to them for decades, for at least 100 or 150 solid years, more than that, in fact, for America's entire existence, the Bible has been soldered into whatever else that she is doing. But now at the end of her life, she has almost detached herself from it, completely. America has nothing to do with Jesus Christ, his word or his way. It's just a few Christians that actually form the last strings of cheese that are holding this nation to any semblance of godliness. This is what God is showing. And to those who would say, I hope she expands more on the sky part, I already expanded on the sky part. There is only one video on that part. I have already said what I have shown, what the Lord has shown me. This world is under a dome, a hard glass firmament. It is right there in the book of Genesis in the first chapter. The problem is not if it exists or not. The problem is simply humanity's unbelief. And this is not a place where I'm going to use up the seconds of my life, tap, tap, tapping on the hard iron of people's prove it to me, prove it to me. Many questions in life are not that difficult. The fact is that when we die, we will either get there and see that there is a dome, meaning that a certain group of people, very, very few and niche, will realize that what the Bible says, all of it is true. And then the larger majority, if they do make it in, will just be standing there embarrassed because it is there. There is a firmament and there are waters beneath the firmament. These are the waters we know, the waters that we swim in. The waters that we pump into our home, even the atmospheric gases, they have waters in them. That is what the Bible means, the waters below. And then there are waters above. And God showed the waters above. And the reason that He's showing the waters above, the reason that he's showing the waters above, the surging of them, their agitation, as well as this depiction of a pool that has floods now breaking forth out of it is to show us that we are going into the same time period of haplessness as during Noah's flood. We're not going into a time period of actual water springing up from beneath the jets of the ocean as well as coming down from the windows that are open. God is showing that the same inundation, that pressed Noah and his family and left the rest of the world. No choice is coming. A convergence of all these messages that some of you have been listening to as mere entertainment. Celestial, I enjoy your dreams. Celestial, your dreams are so interesting. Are you actually understanding The dreams, even one dream, isolate any dream and simply ask yourself, have you considered the immensity of hearing that devastating diseases that can wipe out 10,000 people in a week are coming and that camps are going to be created for people to go to those camps and that the government is going to put people in those camps at gunpoint to try, that will be their way of trying to curb whatever it is that is happening convergence is coming that's all the Lord is saying a flood is coming and I have another prophecy given to me I think it's December 5th so it would just be a few days ago that actual water real water is coming to America tsunami judgment coming to the United States of America primarily New York State and every other place that is surrounding it or even remotely um not too far from it and so a flood is coming and i have been here working on the dirty walls with my trusty broom scrubbing them from the top to the bottom bringing out the political dirt you don't come here so i can tell you to invest your money in bitcoin You don't come here so I can create some little niche chat room and say, oh, gather in friends, gather in friends. So happy to see you. God whispered this and that in my ear. I'm handling serious end times business. A lot of the prophecies that I have covered are coming directly from the book of Revelation. Some of them are coming from the book of Daniel. Things that those men prophesied and they died without seeing the fulfillment of their prophecies. But then i'll open my email and i'll be reading email from people accusing me of being a false prophet and telling me isn't a prophet supposed to have fulfilled visions how come nothing you said has happened yet imagine centuries between john and his prophecies i'm sitting here now in his footsteps completing the work that he has done speaking of how don't touch the oil and the wine the economic meltdown of the final times is coming Speaking of the pale horse, the bodies piled high to the sky, so virulent that nobody will want to bury them, and so they will be burning people in those days. John died. Daniel died. Isaiah died, and some of his words have not come to pass. Jeremiah died, and his words are now being replayed against the new Babylon, and because I've been speaking for just a few mere years, and God is having mercy because I'm still scraping the bluntness, the crud, the self-delusion off the hearts of people in this country, then this is the abuse that I get off work and then go and look in my email and see this and that and the other thing. God is just showing it is not likely that I'm going to finish everything that I have dreamt before whatever it is comes. And it's going to be overwhelming in Noah's day. That water was overwhelming. And everybody who went up against the water lost everyone who tried it with that water lost the water was the reigning champion of the end times. If Noah and his family had been outside of the boat, they would have suffered the same fate as the other people righteous or not. The reason that Noah, Mrs. Noah, and the three boys and their wives survived is because the ark of salvation was greater than the flood. The ark of salvation was greater than the destruction. The ark was greater than the judgment. And I have been saying for years that the judgment is coming, that the judgment is set, that the judgment is non-negotiable and that the only thing that is left to the people who hear of the judgment is not to say, I think she's spewing hate or to say, I'm not sure I believe this, but some of it is interesting. It's for you to pull out your little GPS and begin to map your way back into salvation, out of your girlfriend's bedroom, out of pornography, out of telling lies at your job and being spiteful, out of whatever sin has so easily entangled you, to map your way back into the ark before the door is shut. God has a time limit. God shut the door. It was not Noah who shut the door, that was a very traumatic experience. That pastors do not teach properly. There is so much richness in the flood experience. Noah would have heard voices that he knew outside that ark. He would have heard the thudding of tiny fists at the very bottom of that boat. Noah, Noah, it is us. And he would have started hearing all those names that you can go and read for yourself. In Genesis chapter 5, because that's where the genealogy of all the family members that finally ended in Noah can be found. His aunts, his uncles, his cousins, his friends, Mrs. Noah's family members. It is a terrible thing to come up to the Ark of Salvation and stand outside it, checking it for structural integrity. And if you agree... It's quite a strange contraption, isn't it? Do you think he's touched in his head? Does he have heat stroke? We've never heard of rain. We've never heard that giants will be here on the earth. They're already here, and some of them are playing basketball, and you spend money on them. You're just waiting for the much taller ones that will prove that the Bible is true when it says, and there were giants in the earth, and after that, There is no word in the Lord's book that is a lie and nothing that he has sent me here to say is false inundation. That's a word from the prophecy. It means to be utterly overwhelmed, to be flooded out, like getting rats out of the New York subway system. They all died. When we had that flood two months ago, they were floating everywhere in the streets brought out of their secret places because the water was too much for them. The economic downturn, the so-called elite agenda that is going to absolutely crush the world economy and bring everyone to their knees as they rebuild a completely reordered society, the dreaded NW final circular letter that they've been talking about since Bush Senior proudly boasted of it In a speech, peace and safety, they will say, and then the sudden destruction will come. I am Celestial, and this broom is the Master's Voice Prophecy Blog. You can find it at www.the-masters-voice.com. There are multiple platforms, you can find all of them in the description box below. A flood is coming. Until I see you again, the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you. And I think what most people are missing is sobriety. Many people, you are not sober, and more's the pity. You young people on these social apps, you think you have all the time in the world. Your father, your mother is watching the channel, and you watch it, but it's freaking you out. That's because the error of youth is to think that you can't die. Even though so many of you are now the new murderers of the end times, you are the new defendants, you are the ones shooting each other at school, driven to that point by a mixture of your isolation, the drugs you take, the arrogance rooting in your spirits, the filth you listen to and the filth you do, they make you a habitation for demons. And then the rest of you struggling to stay apart from that, but wanting peers, wanting acceptance, casualties of the times, easy pickings for Satan. And you think that someone will beg you, someone will beg you and beg you to come to Jesus Christ because you think someone needs to prove Christ to you before you bow your knee. Not so absolutely not. So for the Bible cannot be broken. Every knee will bow. Will means forced to. You can bow on your own, like many of us have chosen to do, and God bless you, or you will be made to bow. The choice is yours. Economic hardship may make you to bow. A loss in your family might be how you finally learn your lesson. The loss might be you, and that's a permanent lesson because there's no repentance coming out of that. Every knee will bow, even Satan's knee at the end of it, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Come into the ark before the hand of God shuts that door. For when God shuts that door on Noah, though those tiny fists were outside beating for entry, there was nothing that Noah could do. God shut him in and sealed the door. And nobody knows when God is going to stop and say, that's the guest list. I'm not taking anybody else. Nobody knows that time. Just remember that the book of Revelation contains this sentence. It says, people will seek for death and not find it. We listen to it and we think, oh, it just means they'll be despairing. No. It means that people will actually try to take means to die. They will actually try to actively take their own life but something about the times it may be a spiritual shift it may be that God will tell the spirit of death to stand down it says that men will be looking for every which way to die so that means that the times we are going into they will be such that people would prefer death than to go through those times people death everyone runs away from it now nobody Wants to pass away. But in those days, people will want to choose death and God will say, at, "at and he will remove it as an option off the table. That literally tells me that we will be locked in. Whoever is still alive at that time, when that part kicks in, you will live through it all. No easy way out. Imagine calling death, death an easy way out. That will be off the table. God is very firm, but he is also loving. He is very kind. But people who abuse grace and they take the grace period for granted, as you can hear, even the servant of God can be overtaken by the times because the waters came upon me, swirled me up, And started to move. And once they were moving and me and my broom were not able to do any more work, I began to sing, why didn't you listen? Why didn't you listen to me? I told you, but why didn't you listen? And now the flood, the flood is here. The flood is coming. There is a time when every messenger will stand down. Because we will be in it for real. So this is the time to make your decisions. Stubborn, reluctant Christians, those who mock, those who scoff, those who always need a further explanation, those who always need a little private meeting on the side. Can you explain this to me before I believe? All of that is being wound down and that's a bigger clock than these small hands are able to touch or control. This is the Master's Voice Prophecy blog and I'm Celestial. You can follow on multiple platforms. All the information is available. Try to follow at least one backup. If you're new, there is a lot of information for you to go through. I'm not sure how many prophecies are up, but I think they're more than 450 now. Um, I need time to put them on the blog. I will be working at those things um, as I get free time, hopefully in the next few weeks. But make sure that you're locked in somewhere. If you're on TikTok, if you're on Instagram, you're not getting the full message. You're getting little snippets and you're assuming that I am there to serve you full cooked meals. I am not. God only sent me there to blow the trumpet in your midst that you hear and come to the Master's Banquet. The full spread is here. The full table is here for now. So God bless you. And until I see you again, goodbye.